Wonderful welcome to another Media Friday here on the Funkin' Pod, all things media. It's already been another week, so let's just look back to what happened in the media, what are things that we should discuss, things that we should know, things that should be, be that we should be concerned about. Uh, you see me stuttering and um, not knowing how to start, as always, because nothing changed. Myanmar is still happening. It's getting worse and worse, actually. Um, now the Myanmar junta... Uh, introduced martial law, declared martial law uh, officially now. Not that it wasn't something like martial law before, but now they officially under martial law. Uh, more journalists are in jail now for reporting on the protests. Um, this past week there has been the news or the story going viral or becoming kind of a thing around the area here, at least that a for former patient queen um, now sides with um, with the ethnic ethnic armies with it oh, are opposing the military, so you can see her, a former patient participant, um, holding a gun and saying like she's fighting for what's right. While I appreciate, obviously, um, the people standing up, I'm not sure if it, what kind of picture that sends, but then again, desperate times, it seems. So I'm not saying, hey, go out, get weapons and start shooting people, obviously not. But um, it seems like they're at a very tough point, maybe even a breaking point right now, when people maybe you see taking up arms against the government as their last option. So, um, wow, uh, ASEAN, like yeah, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. What's happening? Anything? United Nations. <laughs> World. Anything? Just like, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if you can see my background, but I have the three wise monkeys here, so it's more like, like this right now, right? Um, that's it's really it's really tough and as if this wasn't enough trouble on a on a big scale um now we also we talked about it last time up uh, last week the trouble in Jerusalem or in, in Israel um and now things and you've heard of it probably things are getting worse and worse and worse and worse so And of course, social media, Media Friday, right? Social media plays a huge part of it. So you can see like lots of posts on social media from Isra Israelis um, just highlighting how um, the airstrikes are coming towards Israel, of course. But in, um, Israel has like the, 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 what's it called? The Tower of Iron Tower or something that, of course, shoots down all those missiles. Um, and then you can see also video footage on, on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and so on from um, Palestinians then showing like how the airstrikes then hit Palestine and how people are dying. Apparently, there I think what I read this morning, 65 people died, 17 children. That's the number that I saw this morning. If you know different numbers, please shout out, which is, of course, insane. And I mean, I've, I don't want to make this like a pro-Palestine, free Palestine podcast or anything, of course. And it's, it's also not a, a pro-Israel podcast or anything like this. And I watched, for the first time in ages, I watched Trevor Noah again yesterday, and he talked about um, it's hard to find the, the truth because this conflict just goes back and back and back and back. Like, who started it? How did it start? And you could say, it started after the Second World War and so on, but then, I mean, who threw the first stone? And it's, it's, just, it's just really hard to find the, the actual, like, perpetrator, so, so to speak. Um, however, Trevor Noah made a good point that I somewhat also agree with. He said, like, 
if you are the stronger, like he 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 th he um, drew a comparison to him growing up as a younger brother. It's like I was a teenager, but my brother was like little, like five years old or whatever. Then he would try to annoy me, and he tried to punch me or kick me or something. And then if I would if I would retaliate and kick him and punch him too, my mom would be angry at me. She's like, Trevor, like to him, you're so much older than him, so much stronger. Like you can crush him. Like, why would you do that? And then Trevor said, like, yeah, but he's annoying me. And his mom would say, yeah, sure, but you're so much stronger, they shouldn't even face you. You're so much bigger, stronger, more successful, you have more to show for right now. Like, why would you want to crush him? And that's also, like, a point that he then tries to make of Israel versus Palestine. Like, of course, like, the and again, not making a point for Hamas or anything. I think they should definitely also find a different way to approach things. Um, but if Hamas sends rockets to Israel, we hope nothing happens. But Israel says f about them themselves, we take down those rockets with our iron tower or whatever. Then, but if they send rockets to, to, to Gaza, to, to Palestine, they, they, they don't do this. So the rockets actually hit. And that's why you can see that people die there. So should like the stronger part who clearly has the upper hand in everything retaliate in such a ma matter or just like act in such a matter or manner? It's a tough question. And um, again, it's not a political podcast. Uh, I sympathize very much with like everybody who, who's like in there right now. I follow lots of Palestine-related accounts on Instagram, not because of politics, but simply because those people are very interesting people, like photographers and so on, and they just share, like, although the content right now is just very dramatic. Um, to be fair, I, 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 I might be biased there because I don't follow that many people from Israel, so it's just how my feed looks right now. And again, I'm not making this like an Israel versus Palestine thing here. Uh, I'm just saying it's, 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 it's tough. And um, I just saw a post from one of my friends um, on Facebook, and she said... As an outsider, you don't really know what's going on. You don't know like what started it and how do people feel and so on. And that's why maybe sometimes outsiders just shouldn't say anything or they, they just make it worse. And I know what she's saying, but should we from the outside just shut up and not think about it and just don't have opinions on it? Does that help anyone? I don't know. That's a very, it's similar to the thinking here in Myanmar right now, right? It's like, the other nations in, in ASEAN, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, like our our United Nations, no, not you know, our European Union, basically here, similar to that, and they all say, yeah, they have to handle this by themselves. So we don't look at what they do inside the country. That's because they know better. Yeah, do they? Um, I mean, I think it's worth talking about it. I think it's also worth looking in like how media is being used. I mean, that's that's the main reason why I mentioned this here as well, because you can obviously see what I just said, right? Um, I said about myself, I'm biased, kind of. I know I shouldn't be, so that's why I can say, hey, I don't want to make this a political thing. But I know that I see primarily um, Palestine-friendly content um, people are siding with, with uh, Palestinians. So... That's why my point of view goes in that direction. But I know that, so I can say, okay, wait, I need to watch or consume other content as well, of course. But you can see that this, the content on TikTok, for example, yeah, this, this um, Palestine-Israel thing is huge on TikTok right now. Um, that this, of course, also fuels it because then in Israel, you see how like Palestinians, um, freedom fighters, or whatever you want to call them, how they then 
I don't know, assault Israel, Israeli police. And, but in Palestine, and you see how like Israeli police officers stormed the mosque, of course, for example. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah, during Eid, um, like, what, what, what the hell? Um, so media, in this case, of course, is super difficult to, to consume because, of course, it, it drives the narrative. And the media platforms themselves, they don't want to fix it, right? They, they're like, hey, Right now we're getting all the the interaction, the engagement, awesome for us. So it's a tough spot to be in. I think it's a very tough spot to be in. Uh, maybe that's a topic that I, we should discuss on in like a clubhouse session or something. Um, yeah. Let me know your thoughts. Like <coughs> civil, please. Again, um, not making this a pro-Israel, pro-pro-Palestine thing. Um, just really curious. Like, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. How do we go from here? To Kendall Jenner. <laughs> we can't. Let's just go with Kendall. Kendall Jenner has been in the news. Oh my God, I know you're saying, oh my God, finally some Kendall Jenner news. And um, I mentioned this because I very much feel for her. So I didn't want to make this a political thing, but let's make it a Kendall Jenner thing. Let's say thoughts and prayers to Kendall Jenner because Kendall Jenner came out in an interview and she said, uh, well, she realizes that her relationship with social media is quite addictive. No way. <laughs> And she said, um, and I quote, my relationship with social media is a bit addictive right now, which I don't like. And I'm not proud to say that. <gasps> Cancel Jenner, addicted to social media? <gasps> bum, 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 bum. I need an editor here for the podcast. <laughs> I need those sound effects. She continues, so she says, but I also feel like that's something that probably most of us can relate to. So social media users who read the interview on social media are addicted to social media. Bam, 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 bam. Kendall Jenner dropping wisdom, words of wisdom here, like, whoo. Then now the favorite part of the quote, something that boils my blood, she says, that really frustrates me and I think upsets me the most is when it's someone claiming a false narrative for me. The internet, I guess, basically thinks of such small moments with no context. So you're saying the internet, people in the internet judge you based on what they see of you on the internet? <gasps> Let's take a deep breath and just, wow, those are words of wisdom. And she finishes the whole thing by saying, I don't like that. I don't like that I feel the need to have social media in the first place. Again, I don't like that I feel the need to have social media in the first place says the person that got famous and made all her money thanks to social media. Did you hear? Bum, bum, bum. Hypocritical, uh, hypocrite, 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 hypocrite? You know what I mean. Incoming. Like, what, what in the world is she thinking? Like, yeah, yeah, it's all true, but you're a social media star. You make millions, billions, I don't know, Cassillions of money thanks to social media. And now you're complaining that people think what they see in social media is true? 90% of what's been posted on social media about you is what you put out. 10% what other people like screenshot, whatever, an article and whatnot. Yeah, okay. But seriously, then don't use social media. You're a millionaire, billionaire, just go away. Delete all social media, leave us alone, have a, have, have a happy life. Enjoy. 
I bet Kendall Jenner wouldn't be able to live three days without social media. One day, probably tough. Second day, she's probably going to be like, let me check my social media. Oh, that, that boils my blood. That social media stars, oh God, say, even saying that they complain about social media. The internet is mean to me. Give me money. Oh God, Kendall Jenner, seriously. Ah, okay, let's move on. It was like that was the gossip part of today's um, of today of today's podcast. Let me say Kendall Jenner one more time for the algorithm. Kendall Jenner. Okay. Um, other tech or media news. What I I, I quite like that Samsung came out said um, now our blockchain wallets support third-party hardware wallets, which is nice. So making things a bit uh, safer and more secure, which is cool. Thank you, Samsung. We're gonna try this uh, ASAP. And. Um, I also read a lot, lots of stuff again about NFTs, and I want to have this discussion. Maybe it's also a discussion I should have on Clubhouse with like some live interaction, because I still think that there is potential for NFTs that we didn't look into. It's, it's for example, NFTs for education. There, there must be a, 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 a case to make. Now, NFTs for for media, for journalism, for all kinds of media content, media creation. Um, I think NFTs could play a huge role in this. And I'm not the only one. Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk um, agrees. He says NFT is the next big thing and he compares NFTs to what Amazon was back then when Amazon just started. And that's why he started vfriends.com. So first I thought and I joined it, uh, what's it on Discord or whatever, like they have a channel. Then I joined this channel. They're like, yeah, vfriends starting now. Join here for like, I know, discounts or whatnot. And VFriends is basically a collection of cards, digital artwork by Gary V. And you can basically just sell and resell those art. You can sell the, the NFTs for the art that Gary V created by himself. Exactly. So I was very like I was excited. I'm like, oh god, Gary V planned something with NFTs. That's gonna be big. And then it dropped, and I checked out vfriends.com, and I I was not impressed. If you're in, if you're also watching the MMA Monday here with me, Gary Vaynerchuk, I was not impressed with your performance. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me know what you think about vfriends. Uh, is it is it a cool thing to do? A, maybe I just don't get it. But I was a bit. Yeah, disappointed by seeing that it's basically just stuff that he creates and you can just trade those things. And if you buy the NFTs for his artwork, you get like benefits of like access to like his super conference and, and what not, what not. Yeah, cool, but that does need to be an NFT, does it? <laughs> things that don't need to be, but still happen. Uh, China landed on Mars. They just confirmed yesterday that they now landed on Mars. So congratulations, China. Now we have China and America on the Mars. Nice. Race to the Mars. Interesting. Um, speaking of things that Elon Musk doesn't like, China on Mars, um, Bitcoin. <laughs> Got this past week, Elon Musk, right? For did you first of all his Saturday Night Live uh, appearance, cringe-worthy, awkward. But that's why I liked it. That shows that, and he 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 basically admitted that he's got like Asperger's. So heads off to to Elon Musk. But it's also, I like that, that you can see that he's really uncomfortable, uncomfortable and still does it. It's like, he knows, he knows it's going to suck. He knows it's going to be weird, but he still does it. And I like this. It's like, hey, cool. If he does it, then other people can feel like, 
maybe more comfortable to in their skin. Um, yeah, then his hate on Bitcoin because two months ago they said they're going to accept Bitcoin for Tesla payments. Right now, like we don't do it anymore because I just realized that Bitcoin takes lots of energy to process. No, <laughs> you don't say meme here. You don't say, um, but you just realize this now. Smartest man on the planet just realized that right now. You're a liar. <laughs> and now he's he also tweeted that he's now working with the Dogecoin uh, developers or something to make this more feasible or whatever. So now Doge to the to the moon again. Oh God, Elon. Then tomorrow is gonna. He tweeted about Shiba also. Uh, like, hey, I'm looking for some Shiba puppies. Oh. I mean, he clearly enjoys the trolling by now, and then everybody's jumping on it. Oh God, it's a bit too much right now. It's a bit too much Elon for me these days. Um, yeah, of course. After his tweet, like that, he works with Doge uh, developers. Dogecoin rallied again. Um, also, Coinbase is listing Dogecoin now. About to list it, I believe. So, if Coinbase does it right, they only took like four months to start or something to to catch on with, uh, with, to the trend. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, um, yeah, Elon. Too much Elon for me this week, to be honest. I liked him. Um, like once a week or so, but like everyday Elon news. I don't need that. Too much Elon. Elon, go back, go back at work. China is, China is on Mars right now. Do something. Send something else to Mars. Let's go. <laughs> Nuke Mars. That's a T-shirt. That's a T-shirt that he's wearing. Uh, it was a joke, right? He says on his shirt, Nuke Mars. So just saying. Um, besides uh, NFTs and crypto being crazy this week, Bumble shares, and I found just an interesting piece of information, Bumble shares fell after first quarter reports. Uh, they dip now below the IPO price. So Bumble is like this super successful dating app, women-led, right, by a female founder who got bullied out of Tinder, I believe. Uh, so it was like this this success story. And now it's like, it's Bumble is tumbling a, a little bit. Let's let's see where it goes. I read an interview with her. She said, and she still sees another spike in interaction right now, um, even now that people get vaccinated and maybe have like offline dates again. How does this feel, by the way? Uh, but yeah, let's see where this goes. Do you have Bumble shares, or are you all in Shiba Inu or uh, Dogecoin by now, or in whatever other fantastic shitcoin you are investing? Let me know. Um, yeah, speaking on Clubhouse, I mentioned a few times Clubhouse today. So I had my first Clubhouse talk uh, actually yesterday, which was kind of interesting. Uh, thanks for everyone uh, for joining. We talked about like media development, media trends, and so on, media degrees, what to do with your degree, how life after uni, and so on. It was pretty interesting. So thanks to everybody, everybody for joining and for um, sharing. Um, Discord now said, hey, Clubhouse, you don't have enough competitors already. There's Spotify, there's Twitter Spaces, there's Reddit AMA, there's everything um, we also have chat now audio chat so discord now also moves towards audio chats congratulations to more competition in in, in the game nice um, remember last week when i said that the top apps app store uh, app in the app store was um you know, coinbase and binance and whatnot now the top app in the us app store is gas buddy because gas buddy shows you where you can get gas because you know it by now maybe that in the US gas shortage, um, apparently a hacker group, I forgot the name, hacker group from Russia, um, hacked the gas pipeline system or whatever, shut it down and tried to get some money in order to yeah, let it run again. And now people are going crazy. You can see in the news people punching each other on gas stations and so on. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny for the people who need gas. I'm sorry, but like those, it's like end of day, like the apocalypse happening. Crazy. 
And they even apologized. This group said, like, we didn't mean to disrupt the society. We just wanted to get some money from the government or from the company, the companies that run the pipelines. So we didn't mean, we're so sorry. <laughs> kind of ni nice, uh, nice bad guys. Um, oh, I forgot to mention when we talk crypto, by the way, uh, Facebook. Remember Facebook? <laughs> Facebook came out with, with Libra like two years ago, so right? And lots of. Lots of backlash. They know Facebook, crypto, oh God, Facebook gonna run everything. Oh, let's maybe not do this. Maybe it's a bad idea, and so on. And um, well, now they renamed that of, uh, of, uh, some time ago into uh, DM Diem. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. D I E M. And they tried to get a license in Switzerland, but now they abandoned this. Apparently, it's too complicated to get like a license, like in. Uh, in Switzerland, so now they move all, all their um, business to the US because apparently it's easier to get some kind of signals from like regulators in the US than in, in Switzerland. So very interesting move. Um, the fact that they tried it in Switzerland, I'm not sure what it tells us about this. It's something to hide, but now they tried it in the, in the US. Speaking of Facebook, they had a bit um, to block uh, a potential major change in, in the UA data, data sharing um, law. So the court in, in Ireland said um, well, they, they have a new data privacy law, basically, and Facebook tried to block that, said like, hey, that's not cool. Um, can you can you maybe not have that law? <laughs> and the court in Ireland said like, no, Facebook, suck it. Um, privacy first, um, we don't care about your data flow and so on. Yeah, but the data flow between like Europe and the US. So they had they have to adhere to European laws. And yeah, since we are at, at Facebook right now, and then we are almost at the end already. Facebook also right now has a problem with like people. You know those those if you're still on Facebook, the Facebook picture you have like Facebook picture frames if you want to like. I know support Myanmar, that's what I have, for example, but others have like vaccinated or anti-vaccine, they have anti-vaccine frames right now, and Facebook is removing anti-vaccine um, profile picture frames right now. So if you have an anti-vaccine profile picture frame, Facebook's gonna try to remove it, block it, whatever, very interesting. Freedom of speech, right here, right there, fantastic. I am pro-vaccine, if it's a vaccine that you're, that you're happy with and that you trust. But I just find it interesting that they even block pictures that say, I don't want a vaccine. Hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, it's this Facebook place to do so. But again, that's the freedom of speech versus censorship and wokeness and political correctness and so on. We talk about this every time. We will talk about this also on Clubhouse. Join my next Clubhouse. <laughs> All right. Lastly, just the most important news of today that I wanted to share is Walmart, conf Walmart, Wa Walmart <laughs> confirmed they are still selling. Pokemon cards. You can. There are still physical Pokemon cards that you can buy out there. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> thank you, The Verge, for this breaking story that I read on The Verge. Uh, thank you very much. I can sleep much better now knowing that Walmart still sells Pikachu Pokemon cards. <laughs> All right. On this very important news uh, piece, uh, I'll, I'll end the podcast. Um, let me know where you buy your, your Pokemon cards, what you saw in the media, what, what bothered you, what interests you, what you want to have to discuss. Um, shout out in social media, comments, ratings, via email, funkitpod at gmail.com. Until then, stay safe, take care, and I hope to see you soon. Mm -hmm.